Hey there, boys and girls. It is May 15th, 2016. Welcome to another episode of the Selling Us on the Ground podcast. So, yeah, that one went longer. Yeah. <laughs> and you didn't interrupt. <laughs> I waited. I waited. Yeah, yeah. Thank end. you. Thank you for that. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. So, uh, our guest today is John Bailey. From Beefy Boys Jerky. This is... I'm, I'm excited. Beefy Boys. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure most of the people that listen to this show, especially the ones from Salinas, uh, are familiar with this brand. You've, you've seen this jerky hanging at 7-Elevens or Dubbers. I think you're at Dubbers, right? Or some other brand. Oh. No, you're at Farm Fresh locally. Farm Fresh Jet Deli. Jeff, yeah, Jeff Far- Land. Thank you. Yeah, so again, you've all seen this. We'll definitely post a picture of it. On our Facebook page, so so you could see. We got a little picture little. of this stack that we got going. Yeah, on yeah, there. that that picture will, will definitely go go on our Facebook page. Neat. Um, and yeah, and it, it's a locally manufactured jerky. Being Americans, we all love jerky. Yeah, it's kind of it's our thing. Um, but yeah, this this is a locally. Here, I'll, I'll post a picture of you right now here. Oh, there you go. Yeah, on Beefy the- Boys <laughs> Facebook page. There you go. And or so yeah, so you guys have a Facebook page. You can. I'm gonna keep eating this. Oh stuff. really? <laughs> we we have to apologize to the listeners. We made the unfortunate mistake of providing them a big stack of jerky, <laughs> and they have not stopped chewing since yeah. we've arrived. No, here. this stuff is delicious. I'm right now. I'm eating the teriyaki one, and I love the teriyaki flavor as it is. But we have. Is this all the flavors? How many flavors are you guys working with? Well, I believe there's six. Uh, we got a new one, Jamaican style, so that makes it a total of six. Okay. All right, so w- w- how did this company come about? Beefy Boys, how old is it, and, and how did it... Why well, are you making jerky in Salinas? It, well, Beefy Boys is a brand name. Uh, it was actually started by a couple of guys that are local here in Salinas, went to Salinas High. Tony Souza and Craig Bray, they started it. They were friends back when they were 10, 11 years old, used to make beef jerky together, and they were the beefy boys. Yeah. Uh, So basically, they made beef jerky their whole lives and uh, used to work for a company called General Beverages, doing a beer distribution route all around the valley here. Oh, yeah. And then one day, they decided they wanted to go into the beef jerky business, and uh, they started Beefy Boys Jerky Company. So Craig Craig and Tony did that. And how, how long ago was that? Well, 1999, they started the USDA-inspected manufacturing facility right here in Salinas. Right here on Burton Avenue in Salinas. So this is a 17-year-old company. And, well, how how do you tie into this? Well, my company, which is Top 10 Produce, bought the brand in 2013. So Uh we bought the brand. And then the guy that makes the jerky is Craig Bray. So basically, like every wine company has the guy that can actually make the wine. Yeah. Uh, you know, Puma Road had David Coventry for a while making wine, or whoever the winemaker might be. Yeah. Um, so Craig Bray is the artist. He's the craft jerky maker, and he's the one that uh, does the magic that makes Beefy Boys what it is. So, and uh, again, just a little back history of, of me and you, because... We didn't, you know, we didn't just randomly come across each other and you're on the show. We, 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 we've known each other. Um, it was called the Steinbeck Innovation Cluster, I believe the class was. But anyway, it was an entrepreneurial class. Like, hey, you want to... It's when the city started this big ag tech push, when they really started getting serious into that. 
Um, I saw it. I think I saw it on the Herald. You know, when they were accepting applications, and that's how I got in. I don't know how you got in, but that's where we met. But I remember you saying something about you have like a specific ranch somewhere in the Midwest, like your beef. How do you select the beef? Well, the the thing about uh, Beefy Boys Jerky, you probably don't even notice it when you look on the label. If you look right under the the, the Longhorn there, there's a tiny word mark. It's called Locale, L-O-C-A-L-E, with the registered oh, yeah. trademark. And so but basically, Top 10 Produce, which is my company, we're about localizing source of production. So we've actually got farms in 16 states that license our trademarks, and they're local in those 16 states. We do other products here locally in Salinas, local strawberries, oranges, avocados, whatnot. Uh, so we thought, you know, why is it that when you buy a bag of beef jerky, you don't know where the beef came from? Wouldn't it be nice to support your local farmers yeah. and buy beef jerky that had beef from local farms? So all yeah. the beef within the bag, if you see Beefy Boys, is sourced within 120 miles of our plant here in Salinas. Wait, what? Hold on. I didn't know that. Wait, so there's like cattle ranches around here still? Sure. So did that, bro. Lots of them. <laughs> what? Not especially where. <laughs> yeah. As you drive out 68, just look over, you know, over at the. I the always thought there. those were for looks. Yeah. Like, no, I thought that 68. was. 68. Yeah, well, by Toro Park, right? There's like that by big Toro pasture. Park. I've seen those cows for. I feel like. I literally thought they were like just like wealthy people living art, you know? <laughs> like, hey, I, I want to see that when I drive. Those are real, actual. Well, don't feel badly that when you have Beefy Boys jerky, you might be eating some of that living art. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Holy shit. Anyway. We're that... eating a cow we may have actually seen. No, I yeah. Like okay, I... Again, I was under trash. the impression that, that you had this, this select farm or ranch, I guess it would be, in the Midwest or something, and no. you just got from that... Dude, this... Again, this I mean, Salinas Underground podcast. We're all about showcasing Salinas. You know, our our vision of Salinas, the way we see this town, and because it's just there's a bunch of people doing cool stuff. You know, um, yeah, you 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 have you're, that yourselves included, and it's great that you're doing this podcast. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. and and it's we, for young people, much younger than me, but you are, know how it is. Are, it's good that young people are doing something important. Yeah, our demographic is is definitely younger. Sometimes a lot younger than us, even, which is weird. But that's what we like to say. It's like, again, you, you, you see the story on the 6 o'clock news or whatever, and everyone thinks that that's it. And I'm like, no, it's a big town. It's, yeah. it's only, it's, it is 25 square miles, which is pretty compact. 150,000 people. But 150,000 people, 150,000 exactly. customers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and, again, if you get... Oberto's or whatever the the big crave jerky and I'm sure they also have very high standards and all of that but there's something about that there's a reason about why we record downtown here is when you go to farm fresh Jeff's right there you know or when you come to the public house James is right there or you go to Dubbers Justin's right there it's when you're shopping at you know these local places a lot of times the owner is the guy behind the register or he's, you know, doing some accounting or something. He doesn't have a big HR company that, that's handling this stuff. And that's what we love. And that's what we love to promote, especially being on Burton, again, because in our full-time job, we work on Burton. So we know the guy that makes cabinets or the electrician 
or or the the guy the, from the roll up door place, or you know <laughs> Kirk Kennedy or, or whoever it might be. And where we are, it's just it's people. Their job is their business. They it's not eight to five all the time, but they that's their job, you know. And a lot of the times, it's not a sexy news story, you know. Why are you going to do a story about Beefy Boys Jerky getting this locally sourced stuff when two people got shot on the east side? That's way more exciting. That's going to get way more hits. And, you know, and we never fault, you know, whatever. The news has to, they're a business and then they must run their business in a fashion that's going to make them profitable. Um, but this is what we love. This is, I, this is, again, I, I thought you, I thought you were careful enough to have a ranch, but I didn't, I thought it was in the Midwest, Kansas City. I honestly, in my head, was thinking Kansas City. I just think all beef goes there. I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's an outdated kind of way of thinking, but um. well, it, it is outdated in the fact that localization of of uh, especially cattle is something that really is coming uh, with the consumers wanting grass fed beef. A lot of times now you can actually have grass finished beef. So you know, secret is all beef is grass fed at some point, right? Yeah, you know, cows yeah. are eating grass, but it's corn finished or grass finished. So. Uh, you know, you've got Corral de Tierra Cattle Company, which is right here in Corral de Tierra. They've got grass-finished beef. It's a young young guy here from the area that's selling grass-finished beef under that brand name. You don't see it in a lot of places because he's a small guy, but yeah. it's coming. And then they're also doing local slaughterhouses. So what happened with all the slaughterhouses is they shut down. So people have to take their cattle out to Fresno or take it up to San Francisco yeah. to get it slaughtered. But there's a big movement. A lot of people talking about opening up local slaughterhouses here. So if you have your cattle here, you don't have to put it on a trailer and take it, you know, 100 miles to slaughter it and then bring bring it all back. back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and what I love about that is, again, I like to barbecue. We we smoked uh, (laughs) pork shoulder 10 hours last night. And um, I, well, I bought this one at Smart and Final, but there's uh, there's a farm in Hollister that does, you know, that's a hog farm, but they, they... pasture them out you know it's, it's not factory farming yeah you know and sometimes i know vegans and vegetarianism and all that is a big nice hip thing and all that but it's like sometimes it's like if it's if farming or ranching is done correctly it's it, it's almost an art form you know so it's like i this is to me like yeah you're supporting this whoever this guy from corral de tierra you know cattle company might be is he's not you know this guy, this Taylor Farm, not Taylor Farms. What's the chicken place? I'm sorry, Taylor. I didn't mean to call Foster, you out. but yeah, Farm. Foster. Uh, but yeah, yeah we support uh, Taylor Farms. They're right across the street. Yeah, they're, they're right across the way, and they they do a lot of good stuff. But yeah, again, and and it, it's here. You know, the the money that goes to Taylor goes there. But yeah, you're not. Um, it when it goes to a nameless kind of corporation, that is kind of weird uh, to me. And I like that you can put, you can this local slaughterhouse movement is great because then you could go to local butcher shops and get meat that was like again grown within a hundred miles of where well, you're you can from. already so so beefy boys is buying beef from a slaughter facility that's coming from a bunch of different ranches you could buy direct from the the ranchers you can buy from corral de tierra cattle company direct i think they've got a facebook page oh, you can wow. buy from old creek ranch which is a ranch that's in the top 10 program they, I don't know if they've got a Facebook page, but they're at the farmer's market up in Aptos. So there are local farmers where you can buy stuff. They've got pasture-raised pork, pasture-raised beef, yeah. oranges, avocados. It's all local stuff, and the farmer's right there. So, you know, we do buy from Old Creek Ranch. 
Uh, we buy uh, oranges and avocados from them when they've got enough to do wholesale in the wholesale markets, selling in the local retail markets. Uh, but if you go to, we've actually got a website, Local Fresh, L-O-C-A-L-E Fresh, or Top 10 Fresh. You can see all those farms that we're sourcing from. I was on that website, and I, I, I honestly, I was a bit confused. I was like, wait, is, who is this, lo- lo- is this Local Fresh, like, again, a big company that just, you know, That's gathers us. all the little ones? But yeah, that, oh, wow. Okay, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm... I'm, I'm all, all we are is basically a database connecting local farms to local people. Dude, that is because we reminds me of the people from yeah from Oklahoma. Thank you. We had yeah. some people from Oklahoma. They had a website called FoodWeb.io, and it was the same thing. If you have a community garden, or if you even have your own personal garden, and you grow way more tomatoes than you need, you can go on this website, and they'll you know you can buy direct from that farmer. We're like that, except probably uh, got to think a little bigger. So yeah. Oh, yeah, you're definitely. If anybody out there needs uh, 216 eight-pound cases of organic strawberries tomorrow, call us up. <laughs> I mean, that's the kind of problems we have. We've, yeah. got, we've got independent farms, but lots of them, and they're aggregating product at a cooler, and that product no has to get way. sold. So, you know, we, we uh, do sell a lot of produce also. Company's top ten produce. So again, you go to shop. Was it shop locale? Uh, locale fresh. Locale fresh. Okay. Localefresh.com. Well, just if you Google top ten produce.com, it you know Google top ten produce. It it links to that website. It shows the farms. And then and if you go there, you can you can be pretty much assured that that's local. Well, you can see exactly where the farm is. You see a map. Oh wow! So you can drive over to it if you'd like to. That okay. That that's amazing. And have you been a manufacturer, a jerky manufacturer in Salinas? Has have you has there been any issues? You know, any like are it seem are we like in the middle of nowhere or anything or how? Well, has you it know, been? there's there's only a couple of USD inspected facilities. There's us, and I believe it's Camacho's is the other one. Um, so it's been tough. It's been tough for manufacturers in Salinas. Salinas. It's certainly business friendly, but uh, you know the state of California at times makes it somewhat difficult for businesses that compete nationally. You know, so your workers' comp fees might be a lot higher, yeah. and perhaps other areas you know, labor might be a lot more difficult to get because everyone's got to pay so much for housing. And so, uh, a lot of businesses like McCormick and things that were here in town that were manufacturing have, have gone. And so right now there's just two USDA inspected facilities, us and Camacho. So they've got to have a USDA inspector here because when we make the jerky, they've got to be there on site. Oh, And so there's a a cost to that. Uh, But fortunately, we do have a grant of inspection, and so that's provided for. Oh, wait. So every time, like, you get beef in or every day that you're making stuff, there has to be a guy there? Whenever we're making stuff, there's a a, a nice uh, USDA inspector that comes and... What the hell does he do? He just what sits around or? Well, she uh, makes Jeez, sure sorry. that our beef jerky is made to USDA standards, and uh, you know it's important. And do you, you guys have to share those inspection? costs of having her there? No, we got a grant of inspection. So basically, uh, USDA grant of inspection. It's difficult to get, but when you've got a grant of inspection, uh, you have the right to have a USDA inspector paid by the USDA in your facility. So that's paid for with your tax dollars. Thank you, people. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, again, that's one of those where I'm all in support of that. that goes, that's where my tax dollars go. And, well, 
Talk more about Craig. I'm curious about Craig. So is he the one that also comes up with the recipes? or? Yeah, Craig is the guy. Um, I couldn't make beef jerky to save my life. Or if I did, you probably wouldn't want to <laughs> yeah. taste it because I can't cook. So um, it is it is an art form. And so I run the business. You know, I keep the finances. I make sure everyone gets paid. You do the marketing. That's why you're here. I do the marketing. <laughs> and when I I've do heard, the marketing yeah. myself, yeah. it's yeah. very cost effective. Uh, but, you know, Craig, Craig is the guy. I mean, if you want to thank somebody for the quality, you know, I, I hate to be a, a shill for my own company, but, you you know, you talk to people on the street and they mention our, our beef jerky. You go to the Facebook page and you see what people are talking about it. They really like it. You know, it, there's something to the brand that people uh, people appreciate, and that's the, the artistry of Craig. And, and, frankly, that's why I bought the brand, because I understood. I used to – I'm from Virginia, dairy country. So as a young person, I used to love beef jerky. I worked in a country store, and I yeah. actually dreamed of owning right. a beef jerky company one day. I know that's crazy. Oh, here it's we true. are. <laughs> and I used to eat, I that. used to buy this at the Beacon out on 68. You know, driving out of town, my daughter was going to the Montessori school. Beacon still around. And uh, I'd stop at the Beacon. <laughs> good people there. I still go out of my way to gas up there actually because they're so good. Is that the one with like the little Casillas Brothers? Shop? I think it's on the right hand side as you're heading out. They put a new stoplight in there. When you oh, stop at the new stoplight, oh, shit, across really? from McShane's place. Yeah, yeah. Steve McShane's place. Oh, Montessori's still there. Yeah, Montessori's By, still there. Uh, what's that other nursery? Uh, <laughs> I really like starts that with nursery. a B. I Bouquet. forget what it is. Okay, yeah, that's right. Okay, really like ah. You don't want to say it. You know, I like that nursery. Dog. Yeah, they're nice. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, when my daughter was in Montessori school, they used to allow all the Montessori kids to tour through their nursery. They'd show them all the plants. Good community service people. Yeah, okay. Wait, no, yeah, we we have some really cool. So that beacon is, is that beacon is where I I was just asking them about it, and uh, you know they said, oh, they're nice guys, and you know you should talk to them if you're interested in in uh, their beef jerky brand, and you know we were doing produce, we had a USDA grant, we got a couple of USDA grants, which is why I was in that program with you. Yeah. So of a grant? Uh, it, yeah, it's a small business innovation research grant, and basically they let you do research. The USDA gives you some money to do it so we had a couple hundred thousand dollars from the usda to kind of start doing some different things and part of the research we were doing was this localizing beef idea uh and so that you know i needed a beef brand to localize and that's how we picked beefy boys i man i love it i i because i'm big on that i it it's weird to me that Again, because I live in South Salinas, so I'll, I'll stand there in front of Star Market, and I'm looking at Knob Hill, and I'm looking at Save Mart, or Lucky. It's Lucky again now. And each one of them has a fully stocked meat department. So it's like just the machine, you know, the business machine that it takes to just keep that going. It's like, man, this there has to be a better way. You know, we have to be able to get back to kind of to our roots. Like, we could... I would be okay if I went to the to Star Market and they were out of beef. You know, it's like, well, we're out of beef for the week. Come back next week. We only get beef from cows that are from 200 miles of here. You know, when we run out, we run out. So I love the fact that, again, you're supporting that, that local, the local, again, the local aspect of it. Well, I was I w- not even know, aware I've, there I've was I've got to say this because, you know, as, as a local company supported by local companies – that's a perfect example you bring out. You know, there's four corners, right? We're on one of those four corners. We're in Star Market. Star Market's the one yeah. that supports the local. 
We're not in the others, and I'm not going to name them again. You decide yeah, who yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah. But, you know, you go look at all the beef jerky that's in those stores, not one bag of it's made in Salinas. No, and that's big for me, is if you see that. And, and thank you to Victor at Star Market for, you know, They're spending, spending the time to is get to know the, the local Rhino? companies. Huh? Is it the Victor I know? I don't know. He's, he's an older Victor. <laughs> that's the only store you're going to go and... The owners are there all the time. I've never not been in Star Market, and the owners aren't walking around. And they treat their suppliers well. They have a party for their suppliers oh, every really? year in the back room. They invite everybody in. That oh really? And <laughs> and you know the the people behind the businesses that that supply that store. It's again, I got you know you go to other ones and it's hey hey you've seen that cashier for the last five years, but you go to Star Market and they're like. Hey John, how's oh, how's yeah. the family? How are oh, the kids? Yeah, you know, like look look where I put your stuff. Does it look good? And, and I'm I mean I'm just there. I'm just in awe every time they do that. Is that still is that the only one left? Is there was there star, one in Watsonville? Star Market? You know, I, I I've only known this star. Oh uh, yeah. You know, but I, I've not really paid attention to them being anywhere else. I think this is. I mean, it's locally owned, so I think this is it. For, have you guys tried to expand to the the big supermarkets? Well, how is that? Uh, you know, actually, I, I will give a plug to Safeway because Safeway did call us up. They're not in the, on those ones you mentioned before, yeah. but Safeway did call us up, and Safeway called us, which is surprising. Yeah, um, and they said we really, you know, we we appreciate that you're in Salinas. We've got three stores, uh, well, two in Salinas, one in Prunedale, and we want to support your company. And uh, they invited us in, put us in great places in those stores. So they, they did go out of their way, Safeway did go out of their way to put us in local. So you can't find us at Safeway? Yeah. Or- you can find Beefy Boys at Safeway okay. now, yeah. So, and where else? Again, we got Safeway, we got, got Star about Market. about 100 stores. I'd take oh, your wow. whole podcast <laughs> talking about wow. But they're mom and pops. You yeah. Know, they're, they're, they're small stores now. And, and then we do have Zanato's up in San Jose, which is a significant store. Oh. It's like a Star Market of San Jose, higher end. Um, you know, like even higher than Whole Foods. It's real high quality stuff. Um, so Zanato's Markets, uh, they actually also called us and invited us to come and, and put our beef jerky in Zanato's Markets. And there's a million people in San Jose, so we certainly yeah. appreciate that. And they're blowing through the beef jerky up there. We're, we're really appreciative of that, that is, extra business. Is it hard to keep up to their demand? You know, it's hard to keep up to Salinas's demand. Okay. Um, you know, we, we make more beef jerky every week, and uh, it just seems that the appetite's insatiable. <laughs> how do you, and this is more of a personal thing for me, how do you do that? How, at, one point, at what point do you tell your customers, can you wait three more weeks? Or do you just, or if they say, never, hey, we need 100? Never. We never tell them that. How the fuck do you do that? We make more. Ha! It's called overtime. Yeah, oh. I know exactly about that. That's just expensive, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. When you get your beef, it's just already, like, in chucks. You guys just slice it down. You hydrate it. Well, yeah, it, 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 it I'm a big curious yeah. about Because yeah. I've made beef jerky before, but, like, there's a reason I don't make beef jerky. <laughs> so I, I have to be careful, because oh, Craig yeah. is really pretty particular about his trade secrets. we got to get... Well, that, yeah. I, I get no, that. No, but, yeah, but like, does I, it come in in a big truck yeah, and slab? No, 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 no. So, so what, we, we, we buy the beef butchered. Okay. Um, like so so we, we, no, no, no. We, we have had, um, in the past, we've done butchering um, with the USDA inspection. 
Um, the, the difficulty with that is if we would grind meat, uh, say we'd grind the fat, we'd, we'd slice the fat off and we'd grind the fat, we could eat the, our families could eat the beef, the ground beef, but, you know, with the USDA inspection, there's a lot more regulation if you're going to sell ground beef. So we actually can have Beefy Boys ground beef patties. We can sell that in markets, um, but there's additional regulation in doing that. So basically we had so much ground beef, our families couldn't eat it anymore. Yeah. You know, so we started buying it more trimmed. We buy the beef, you know, pre-trimmed. And so that makes it a lot easier. But it's only top around that we put in it. Uh, we slice it. We hand slice it. All that beef that you're trying in that bag is hand sliced. God and, uh And then we, you know, we trim it down and weigh it into bags. And all that is USDA inspected as we're doing it. So it is, it is a literal craft process, you know. People over at Beverly Fabrics have nothing on us at Beefy Boys. We are, like, craft-making stuff here. Well, and... I mean, with Alvarado Street going in, Alvarado Street Brewery going in on Dayton, that's a pretty craft home, you know, local area. And, and then actually we've got craft companies like Post No Bills over in Seaside now. They've started ordering our beef jerky and they've got it in their, in their craft brewery. So, there, they, you know, there is a kind of a nice fit between craft beer and craft jerky. Uh, I would like you to match a craft beer to every one of these flavors. That would be a really helpful thing if you could do that. I am working on that as we speak. I'm trying that Jamaican song, like you said. Um, it's just so one. everyone, yeah, every different flavor has a different cut. This Jamaican one is a very thick cut. Oh, tender. Right. Well, that that is a new. Felinus is on his big cannabis kick here, but yeah. no, this this is spicy. But that's about it. So. Um, it's not actually out in stores yet. Uh, Jamaican style. I, I visited Jamaica as a young person, and uh, I was so impressed with the roots, man. They'd have all these these uh, Rasta men that were walking around selling the roots, which is basically bottles of dark liquid. That who knows what that did. <laughs> but they also had the, the, the kettle uh, chicken, Jamaican jerk chicken. Yeah. And they have those incredible spices, and they... They go out and they take all this Jamaican allspice and uh, the uh, hot peppers and, and they make these incredible jerk seasonings. And I thought, you know, Craig could do amazing things with those flavors. So yeah. I gave Craig the f- flavor list and he did some magic and uh, came up with this Jamaican Jamaican jerk seasoning. And, uh, you know, it's, it's like nothing that's on the market. No. This, no, this Jamaican, I am loving this. Again, yes. not only is it thick and tender, but the spice, the spiciness isn't, again, what, what's the, the hot pepper one? It's That's a habanero. I, I don't know what the name of it hot. is. That's yeah. a habanero? A scotch bonnet. A scotch bonnet, yeah. Yeah, which is crazy hot. I mean, it, you know, I can actually eat the Jamaican style. I can't eat the hot. The hot is one of our... Are, uh, people are addicted to hot. I just think there's oh, something addictive in the hot pepper beef jerky. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally sweating agree. over here. I'm dying. I just want to keep so, munching so we, on it. So we toned down the Jamaican style. So it's a hot, but it's a really complex hot. Yeah. So it hits you in phases. Well, the the sugar, again, I, I'm assuming there, there's sugar in there, but that's where I, it would be like spicy, and then the sugar comes in. Spicy and the sugar, so it doesn't overwhelm you. Um, I'm, I'm liking it, but one thing I am noticing on a lot of these... Red wine. 
Yes. And um, again, I don't, I don't care about who or what, but is it local red wine? By any the chance? red wine is all bought locally. Uh, the, uh, the red wine ingredient is really important for certain cuts. Uh, it's part of the chemistry of the jerky making process. Uh, but that is something, if you look on other labels, you'll never see red wine. You're going to see it on two of the cuts of Beefy Boys, which is the reserve and which is the Jamaican style. And those, it's part of the chemistry. <laughs> and, hey, look at these. Look how thick that is. Reserve, what if, makes if, it if there's reserve? a red wine maker who is interested in selling barrels of red wine, we would like we would like to buy some of that uh, in, in the barrels because it's getting expensive. Oh what? Oh, this is Monterey Do you County. Guys just buy them in we, bottles. We should be able to. We, you, 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 you think? So somebody tells us, well, if you buy it in the barrels for food manufacturing, it's not taxable. And I'm like, you know what? I don't care about the taxes. I care about having to run out so much to buy red wine. Yeah. You know? Oh, so you're that guy at Costco with the 40 bottles all the time in front of me. <laughs> like, damn, this guy's got to have a party. Like, no, I'm just making some jerky, sir. That's what we tell people. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I, I dig that red wine thing. Um I'm sorry. I'm. I'm we, you know, we, we did. We did sweat. say how great it would be to co-brand with the uh, with the winemaker. You know, made with. Oh. Imagine like some beef, beefy boys shied fucking combo. Well, yeah, we'd love that, wouldn't we? Yeah, well, <laughs> got to talk to Scott about that. Shied, you know, shied, before up. we throw his name out there, let's uh, let's get. I said shied. I said shied. Yeah, yeah. No, well, that's one of the big ones. You know, that's one of the big local. One of the ones. best ones. They, District 7, shout out to District 7. What? What? What is this, a movie? District 7? I've seen District 9. You all are the Salinas podcast. You don't know about District 7? No. Well, what is District 7? That's expl- Shide's new wine. And I, this is, I'm not a show for Shide. They just threw Shide out there. I am. But, I love that place. But uh, I, I love, love Shide. Um, sponsors of the Monterey Jazz Festival, which I paid attention to. So they have a, a new wine called District 7, which District I 7. guess is just our area. You know, San Benito, Monterey. Um, so that's their new wine, District 7. It's all about here. That's what, yeah, the Santa, Santa Lucia Highlands especially is, is becoming pretty well known. Somebody just opened a restaurant on River Road, right? I, I don't know if you're familiar with yeah, that. Yeah, we went Nate there. Good place. Really? Yeah. Beefy Boys Jerky's in the uh, gas station next door. Moe's Market. Thank you, Moe. Moe's Market, yeah. and our- Buena Vista Market's what it's called. Is that Moe's the, the owner, right? I we, we use owners' names, right? Yeah. Like Farm yeah. Press Jelly Deli is Jeff Lambs, right? Yeah. Well, that's what's weird. To, yeah. Again, being from something underground, it's like I'm. Yeah. Like Jeff. It's you, know, you just say Jeff, and and um, I don't know. If you go to Walmart, who the fuck? What am I gonna say? You know. Um. Wait. But are they the ones manager. like right, literally right across from the Los Palmas neighborhood? Yep. That Little gas station yep. that was kind of on its own there. Yep, and that, a- that's the Buena Vista Market, oh, and then the, the okay. place right next to there is, you know, I, I'm I'm ashamed, I don't know what it is, but it's delicious food. Went out there and ate two weeks ago. That's well, about time. When it's I a saw brand that, new place. When I saw that, yeah, it was like about time. People are going to River Road, drinking wine. Where are they going to eat? You you need something to absorb that 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 liquor. Um, and you you could find beefy beefy boys there. And well, what's the what's the future? What is this? Are, do you want to be like an Oberdo's or a Crave or something where every 7-Eleven you go to around the country, you would find a Beefy Boys? You know, we don't. So it, it's a craft. I mean, so, you know, you say a Crave. So there's a perfect example. So Crave started in 2009 in uh, San Francisco, bought by, uh, 
I don't know if it's Hershey's or Nestle's, one of the big candy makers anyway. You can Google it. Yeah. Two to $300 million based on $35 million worth of revenue. You know, that's fine. But but what does the owner of Crave do? He bails and he's doing something else. I mean, it, yeah. it, it's about the, the game of making it, not the game of having made it. Then you're just a big food brand. Uh, so, you know, Top 10 Produce, which is our company, is about craft branding. So Beefy Boys, we want it to be a craft brand. Locale is our other brand name. If you see Locale brand strawberries, those are our, our strawberries. Yeah. Sold locally. Um, top 10 is another brand name. If you see top 10 on an item, it means a farmer's bringing it to the back of the store and dropping it at the store. You see top 10 oh, sticker wow. on there. So top 10 is local in 16 states. So it's about being local. You know, where you get some economies of scale, frankly, is distribution networks. You have different distributors for different areas. Um, but we did think about, with Beefy Boys, uh, having the locale brand and having it actually manufactured in different places with local beef from that area. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you might provide some jobs for somebody in Kentucky. Actually, somebody in Kentucky reached out to us and said, would you make a beef jerky manufacturing facility here? Um, you know, Oberto has a, has a big plant out that way that it shut down. Um, so it does make sense to have localized manufacturing. You localize the beef. And why manufacture it all in one place if you're going to distribute it in a local market yeah. and regional market? So, you know, we're really into the idea of, of regional, regionalizing food. We actually just started selling this um, tuna jerky, ahi, tu- ahi tuna jerky. What? We're going to import we the tuna. Have. Yeah, we don't have mm-hmm. that here. We were going to, uh, to manufacture it here, but we thought, you know, that, that's going against what we're doing. It, it's manufactured already in Hawaii by the Cho family. It's a, it's a local Hawaii family. has done it for 25 years. We said we should, we should buy theirs. They airdrop it to us, and we take it on our route. So all the ahi tuna jerky, if you scan the bag, you can see the plant where it is, which is right by the dock where the tuna's landed, yeah. and the jerky's made right there. So it's about the point of production being near the source of supply of the input right whether it's tuna or whether it's beef or whether it's you know what you know tomatoes if you've got a, t- a tomato field down in, in macaulay florida why not manufacture your tomato sauce right there it, it just makes a lot of sense to localize manufacture well and then right now you just mentioned to scan the bag and i know you you're if you look at top 10 if you look at this beefy boys you're big on qr codes sure right you're big on qr codes um, and when you scan that QR code for, you know, the strawberry or the jerky, what, what, what do you get? So basically what the QR code contains is just the number. If you look on the, on the bag, there's a UPC, a universal product code, that basically what that is is like they started, I think, with Wrigley's gum 35 years ago, maybe more now. I'm getting older. And uh, that's basically a number that means a three-ounce bag of original beef jerky, Right. That's what it means, Beefy Boys brand beef jerky. Yeah. So that QR code includes that number. That number is linked in the cloud to all sorts of information about that product. So it'll take you, even if you just Googled that number, if you didn't scan the QR code, if you just type that number into a Google search and hit search, it'll take you right down to Salinas, and you'll see a, a dot on a map where our plant is. You'll see all the information about our plant. And the same thing with any of our products. You know, if you see... a locale strawberry 
in the store and you type that UPC code in or you scan the QR code, it's gonna take you down, it's gonna show you the farmer, it's gonna show you the location of the farm. It'll even give you that farmer's cell phone number. So we've got farmers oh, wow. selling organic wow. strawberries here in the valley. You know, we we have them in a store. Some, some consumer will scan that QR code, call the farmer up, say, hey, you know, I'd like to buy 10 cases of strawberries for my daughter's wedding. Can I come to the farm and get them? Sure, I mean, you're talking to the primary producer. It's real transparency. That, wow, that, that is, holy shit. That, what the hell, I, I, I had a question I was just, just thinking of when, when you said that. Um, so Cujo's been just eating beef jerky this entire, have you realized? Not I don't entirely. think Cujo has talked this I'm entire podcast. I'm over here scanning barcodes. Oh, he's scanning QR yeah. codes. He's on, he's on, he's on. Like, so tell, what do you website? see? Yeah, you gotta tell the yeah. people. What do you see? I don't see the phone number, but. Yeah, it totally took me to Beefy Boys Jerky Co. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so basically, if you, if you tap on Beefy Boys, then that's going to take you to the phone number there, see? And all, oh, I see. All, all of these are branded locale. So, like, if you're at a, a store, how do you know if you see a QR code? Oh, here we go. Contact. Well, if you see the registered trademark locale, L-O-C-A-L-E, with an R in a circle, that's our brand. There's no other... Uh, company in the United States that's allowed to use that brand but top 10 produce and then we license it to farmers so you know you've got uh, Gallardo's Organic Farm for example here at the Salinas Farmers Market Yeah, they license the trademark so if they want to put locale on their products and go to Star Market with their stuff they can do that but basically the locale ensures that you're finding out this is the true producer so we make sure that Jose Gallardo is who he says he is, that he's leased land. Yeah. And uh, we go out, check out the farm, and make sure that uh, you're dealing with the real farmer. So it's almost like a, a verified account on Twitter or Facebook yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly. You know, you, it's you, a verification. You, yeah, you That's see, right. You see that little check mark? Yeah, I, I noticed that your, your, your account is not very. You don't have the blue thing yet, which is yeah, it's a travesty. Face- we got to call Come on, Twitter. Biz or who's the guy? Biz Stone? <laughs> Who do we got to call? Wait, can you actually yeah. call like one guy? <laughs> no, they 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 they, like, yeah, they decide. Somebody, that there's somebody that doesn't know what's up. Yeah. If Salinas yeah. Underground doesn't have the blue well, thing, thank you. that's all we got to say. Hey, hey, Twitter, sup? Yeah, what's up? come on, we, it's I us. need to say it really fast. What's up? What's up? What's up? It's like sup? Come on, SUP. Um, but yeah, so I I I like that. I like Eve James. Take a hey, bite. James take is a, giving out free beers down here. Here, and I want that. Oh, here. Hell yeah. So oh, James what? is James is is pairing our, our waiter is pairing uh, beefy Jamaican. boys jerky Jamaican. Called James our waiter, bro. <laughs> <laughs> James, 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 James owns a place yeah. out here at the Exeter Public House. Not, I want him to serve me another beer. We're the only bad beer. There's an empty one. Yes, sir. Cool. Yes, yeah, sir. So right now we're, we're uh, we've we've quizzed James and we, we've made him try the Jamaica style jerky and he's gonna pair. Ooh, I like it. He went. Dark. It's a dark beer. So see, see James already Let's ate a half it. a bag of that earlier. So, so what he is it? Actually knows I'm, what goes. I'm, I'm gonna take a risk and I'm gonna say that's Wookie Jack. Here, Wookie, here's some more Wookie jerky Jack. Jerky is a black IPA from Firestone, and um, I, I think that's smart. I think that's smart. I think it's gonna accent the the sweetness oh, yeah? of the of this, which will, will also bust out the pepperiness. Um, but anyway, so Beefy Boys, and a hundred those hundred stores are they only in California, only on the West Coast? 
Only in California, only, only in, in Monterey Monitor. County. Oh, I oh, almost called it. Right. <laughs> oh. Except for Zanatos, that's the standout. So Zanatos yeah, is up in San Jose, oh, but they right. called us, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's, you know, still... we really are focused on the local, but we don't turn away good customers. No, of course you can't. No, I don't know. Bad for business. <laughs> and have you, say, damn it. if, let's say Oberto does call tomorrow... Hey man, we got three hundred million for your company. Oh shit! Whatever the number might be, would you consider it and be like, okay? Um, would I sell it? Yeah. No. Personally? No, no, yeah. no. It's not for sale. It's not about that. I mean, I've got my day job, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're not. We're not interested in selling out. That's not. That's not what we're doing. And actually, I don't. I don't know if you if you mind. I have. I'm kind of curious about your day job because you are. A mediator, right? I'm an attorney, but the nice word for it is mediator. <laughs> oh, really? That's why you were saying that? Well, I'm curious. I, I, I don't know what I... I, I was trying to find the article I that I recently found, but somebody you know went through a mediator. I don't know. Somebody obviously got fired from this big company, and, and how is that legally binding? So I, I want to be careful. Because yeah. as, a, as an attorney, you don't want to go advertising yourself. No, no. Well, yeah. We're so not I, mention, <laughs> yeah, I happen uh, to be an attorney. Yeah. And we're not mentioning let, your law uh, firm or uh, what it's called. I don't know. I want to talk about beef jerky. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, okay, I'll ask you again after the show. I'm so curious as to why it's like, oh, fuck that guy. We just hired this guy. Why is what he says that we have to do? I don't agree with it. We'll go to another guy. I definitely, definitely not going to give it a bunch of legal advice yeah. on, a, on a podcast. No, no. I, I, it's do, not legal do it advice. on it's our legal weird. advice like yeah. all the other assholes. Well, it would, it's just weird to me, you know, as if like if I had a business and this guy was like, oh, this is what, this is the middle ground. And it's like. Hey, people well, do it. So I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this. When I got married, the, the priest said to, my, said to my wife and myself, he said, there's there's three sides to every story. There's your side, her side, and the truth. Yeah. Right? And so that's being a mediator. That's what that's about. But that's oh, enough law okay. talk. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, because I was I just came across this thing. And I was like, I'll, I'll, give you my, I'll give you my personal advice. My personal advice, the woman is always right. <laughs> yeah. That's I, how I know you're still married. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Speak of the devil. Look who's... Look who's yeah. <laughs> Mommy or Colleen Bailey is actually ringing my phone. I should answer Put her on the co- put, put her on the podcast. Uh-oh. She's actually calling me. That's hilarious. Did we pause? <laughs> she heard. Her ears are burning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway, back to this jerky that we were talking about. Because <laughs> uh, no, but but I is well. I'm still. Is there ever a point where you'll exceed the capacity for local ranchers to supply you beef? Where you say, okay, now we're going 300 miles out. Is that possible? I don't think so. I don't think it. I don't think it's possible. There's so much beef within 150 miles of here. I don't think that we could ever possibly run through it all. No, it's not possible. I'm still so surprised. So, if I wanted to get some chuck of locally produced cattle, do I go to a butcher shop? I or? would go to the Aptos Farmers Market, and I'd buy from Bob, Bob and Terry Blanchard of Old Creek Ranch. Uh, they have okay. grass-fed, organic, certified, uh, whatever they you right need. At the farmers market, right at the farmers is it market. Like ice chest? They or? do. Yeah, they 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 ice it. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they, there, there's Berkshire uh, pork that's produced locally. I mean, it, there there's there's a bunch of local 
cattle producers. I'm, I'm trying to think. There, there's some aggregators, too. I can't think of them off the top of my head. Um, but, you know, a lot of them go up to Petaluma to do their slaughtering um, because that's where the local slaughterhouse is, is Petaluma, just north of uh, San Francisco. I don't know where Old Creek Ranch is slaughtered. Somewhere closer down here, there's some smaller uh, slaughterhouses. But I know that Aptos Farmer's Market, Old Creek Ranch, and they, you know, they sell out. So we can't actually buy. We I, I've tried to buy beef jerky for our beef for our beef jerky from Bob Blanchard. They they don't have enough to sell for beef jerky, and they make their own beef jerky, Old Creek Ranch brand oh. beef jerky, uh, which is great stuff. You know, so uh, we don't look at them as a competitor. We look at them as a compatriot of our. You Just know. like craft beer. I like that, it. That's what. Yeah, that's what I Just love. Like podcasts. <laughs> Podcasting the craft beer, even our job making the clear stand and, and there's other you know there's other great craft jerky makers so Catano brothers is is down in san luis obispo so they're a little south of us we're a little north of them you you know you don't really cross over so much just because your production is fairly small you know you're in a different region when you start finding their beef jerky yeah but you know i i so i love that 805 That's beer cool. is is blowing up in, in 831, uh-huh. right? Yeah. <laughs> it's 805 because that's their area. Yeah, 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 yeah. Firestone's 805. But, uh, you know. Now, man, that was, that 805 beer, when it came out, I was like, man, this has got to get a lot of people into craft beer. Yeah. It was a very light, drinkable beer. Um, well, man, now that Alvarado, again, now that Alvarado is in the in the, in our neighborhood, because we all work there. Dude, um, we've got a yeah. beer and us. I don't know. I'm already scared <laughs> that we're moving to Dayton and they're going to Dayton. I'm like, oh, no. They're going to have a tasting room 40, 40 freaking feet away from me. Um, well, I, th- I think what we need is we need more lunch. salespeople <laughs> because basically we can make more and make more and make more. Oh. But we can't. You, the, the worst thing to do is to take on a customer that you can't give service to. You don't want to. You don't want to have a retail shop with an empty rack. Oh, we and know so our all sales about people, that shit. They're taxed. <laughs> you know they they've got all the stops that they can do. So we need a bilingual salesperson. Is what we need. So anybody wants to sell some beef jerky, call us up. Si tú quieres vender beef jerky del beefy boys, how can they contact you? Uh, they can uh, call my personal cell phone. Eight three one. You do want to shut that. Two four zero eight zero seven nine. Well, and speaking of that, I mean, uh, are you guys on any shops on the east side? Oh, I'm sure we are, but not enough because we don't speak Spanish. You know, that's that's a problem. So I'll tell you, here's another thing. Pick up a bag of Beefy Boys jerky and call the number on the bag. Boom. We're hiring. <laughs> Dude, and I, well, a job, I, man. I dig that. You know, it's you're not going to work for Avon. You're not going to work for Herbalife or something. If you're going to jump on and do something independently yourself, dude, jump on and help these guys out. Um, well, it's amazing to me that you're you you know you're so confident about your capacity. I love that because <laughs> if you come to us, it's just like, no, no more work. Yeah, no, we definitely have the capacity to do a whole lot more. And because of the way that we're growing, we're growing organically, we're growing in local, uh, local areas, very manageable. The difficulty with companies that try to grow too fast and there's a lot of beef jerky companies out there that were on uh, Shark Tank yeah, or whatever, I you know. Shark Tank, they're yeah. just blowing up. And that's great. They're going to blow up, you know, maybe short term. But if you want to do a business for 
you know, we've been uh, making jerky here in Salinas for 17 years. If you want to yeah. do a business that's going to be around for 50 years, you got to hire people that are going to stick around. you got to yeah. work with businesses that are loyal to you because you're the best, not because you're the cheapest. You know, it's not all about price with our product and our customers. This is you know, and, and, and a big shout-out to the Salinas Police Department for supporting our brand. Uh, we have a lot of shopkeepers that come and say that the Salinas police, when they come in, they buy this because really? they notice it's made in Salinas. Really? Okay, and I yeah. think that's an important thing, that they, they actually are noticing, and they're talking to the shopkeepers and saying, hey, you know this one's made in Salinas. I, I love that. I love that because, again, being a, a young podcast, sometimes it might seem like we're being a bit heavy-handed with, with the police department, but they're, they're great guys, you know, that may have an impossible job. You know, police officers, that may be an impossible job. And, and especially recently, they've been getting a lot of shit, you know. And, 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 it must be and heavy. A, a well-fed officer is a happy officer. Right? So. Yeah. <laughs> you got pulled over. Your guy just ate some of that Jamaican You're jerky. Like, you know, he might get a warning. He don't might worry just worry about it, man. It's all good, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but okay, I, love, I love that. You know, I, I love hearing those stories. Because, again, even in the news, a lot of what you hear is negative stuff about the police you know and then there's not that middle ground this just this cop because i i have friends a couple friends you know that i grew up with that are not police in salinas and it's like it bothers me when i hear the shit on the internet or whatever of like just people like ah fuck the police and it's like no 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 no, no. Hey, they're, speak, they're speaking of judgment let's, let's talk about oz sees me outside here i have my skull cap on and he doesn't recognize me because he, he sees me in my business suit every day. Okay. And he's looking at me funny. I'm like, what are you looking at me for? And he realized it was me. He said, I thought you were going to jack that car. I did not say that. He did because I have my skull cap pulled off. When was this? Today? Uh, a couple weeks ago. No, it was, uh, I was obviously not sober. But, then, no, but, but, but then the next thing he does is he invites me on this fantastic podcast. So it's all yeah. good. Well, you were getting into like a 745i. <laughs> In a skull cap, I got profiled by Oz. White people are dangerous. So judgment. They they fly under the radar. They they're like they're like the B two chief assault rifles, right? Man, that that was. I don't want lock, to lock your cars. No. Yeah, yeah. It's not fun. So no, so, so I, I do. I'll, I'll have a quiz for you here. So look at the colors ooh. of the label. And where do you think those colors came from? I'm going 49ers all the way. You are the man. That's correct. <laughs> so, Craig and Tony, big 49ers fans. Really? And that is That's why cool. the Beefy Boy Colors. So, there's your podcast well, all these, trivia. All these Cowboy and Raider fans are not going to buy this jerky anymore. Hey, that's good. We don't need Cowboy and Raider fans. Wow. Thank you. Thank you very much. James, we don't need your business. We got it. We're doing just fine with the 49ers. Thank you very much. Don't wait. My bad. Uh-oh. Don't you sell this here? Uh-oh. This is my wife again. It's quiet. So, wait, well, let's, have we covered, uh, you know. I think we're good. Sure That's be, a wife's second before, phone call. Before, <laughs> a third one? I, I don't know. One, I haven't been married, but I don't know. A third one doesn't seem like it'd be good. A third one never comes. <laughs> we better we better hook it up on number two. What, what are, what, I, I mean, so top ten produce, again, you see the QR code. Look for the QR code. Yeah, I scanned um, it with um, Google Goggles. That worked out. Just well, and fine. if you're cons- if you're wondering if is this QR code for you know locale, look for the locale. Just look for the locale word mark on anything. Mark, yeah, 
and then you know that that's a locally produced product in the area where you're buying it. And again, this isn't just Monterey County. You could be it's in, in 16 you, states. Yeah, you could be in, again, I don't know if you're in Utah, but if you're in Utah, you could see that locale and yep. you know from where you're standing within 120 miles or so. Well, you, you could scan it and see exactly where Actually, it was made Yeah, is what and, you could do. So, frankly, you could see Beefy Boys in Utah. Uh, you, you know, that's possible. You might find Beefy Boys in a store in Utah. We have people that go online to rlocale.org. That's our website. And then they buy, you know, $500 worth of beef jerky. So Whoa. we don't know where it's going. Um, I know some people were shipping it to our troops. I guess we had troops in Africa. I didn't even know we had troops in Africa. But apparently. Hey, I know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Snow, no maybe. Troops? You mean advisors. Uh, we yeah, said a couple yeah, advisors. advisors. Yeah. I, don't know. I think they're peacekeepers. Yeah, yeah. Our peacekeepers in Africa. Wow. Got some stuff. And uh, that's, that's you know, so it, it can be anywhere. You can find it anywhere. But it just means you can see the source of production on your phone if you scan that bag. And, and again, what's awesome about it is if you are having a party or, or a big get-together or something, and you, you do want to get... And you need 216 eight-pound cases of strawberries tomorrow, you call us. Yeah. You you go go to the go to Star farmer Market. will deliver them to no don't go to don't even go to Star you want you you want a pallet the farmer will deliver it to your house oh <laughs> yeah I mean for your bar mitzvah Sicilinas what is that gonna be like seven people <laughs> hey that's enough you know that's what I mean terrible. <laughs> I, I do I love Temple Bethel shout out thank you for doing hey. pastrami lunches hey, once a year you know what it's all Holy good shit. all good uh, we're calling out everybody here on the podcast today <laughs> well that's the only place you could get good pastrami in Salinas once a year when Temple Bethel does their pastrami or roast beef lunch there you go oh, shout out so to the legit. temple bethel pastrami lunch i actually have that every year so it's oh. great it's a great it's a great is it on rye <laughs> of course, of course it's on rye these are the real deal mm. you know i have to try it <laughs> you know lawyers and doctors the real real deal <laughs> just kidding <laughs> i see this is the most politically correct podcast <laughs> In the entire county. That is good to it's see. It's just all about fun, you know. We might throw Monterey under the rug every once in a while, but oh, man. Oh, dude, there's three. Oh, my All right, man. that's three. I better get you, this. You might need to hire your own mediator after I got, this. i got to get this. Uh, yeah, yeah, answer it, John. We'll, we'll wrap it up here, John. Uh, thank you for be, coming thanks. on. Yeah, we'll, we'll, be, we'll see you right now. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, if you learned anything from this podcast, don't get married. <laughs> Don't get married. You're terrible. Yeah. Oh, I meant oh. to ask. Was, was it Wookie? good? Okay, dude. It yeah. was Wookie Jack. Wookie oh, yeah. Jack and the Jamaican style jerk. Ch- again, it's the sweetness. It's it's the sweetness. Uh, the Wookie Jack is a black black IPA. Usually, when when you get the, the IPA, it's yeah. It the bitterness the bitterness would not have worked. If you had a double Jack with the Jamaican, it wouldn't have worked. Nah. It would have been too bitter, and the sweetness would have just got drowned out. The, the blackness, which I believe it comes from rye. Speaking of rye, I think the blackness comes from rye uh, in the Wookiee Jack. It it the, it mellow. It finds a middle ground between the the heat and the sweet. Okay. It rhymes. It rhymes. So <laughs> it rhymes, so you know it's right. But it, I, I don't know. For for me right now, Wookiee Jack or any uh, black IPA with this Jamaican style. I have to I keep know. a bag in. I'm digging this, this teriyaki. Week. I don't know if you have the teriyaki. The teriyaki to me. Yes, I feel so bad for 
Just the teriyaki. Aaron, I didn't know we had two bags. You didn't so give I, him one? No, I told him we only had one. And I didn't mean for him to just drop it. I told him, give me a piece. Well, if he's still here, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll hand this it one to for him. him. Exactly. But I, just a teriyaki in itself. Sorry, Aaron. Like, if, <laughs> if I had that teriyaki on a chicken, I would be happy with that teriyaki flavor. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that peppered beef, it's really not that spicy. I mean, it made me sweat and all that. Yeah, same but here. I, I, it can get worse. It tasted spicy. It can get but it worse. Was, yeah, exactly. But it's, it's actually it's the hot pepper damn beef. good. We still need to try a bunch of Oh, we had the hot pepper. Life. Oh, I didn't get yeah. that peppered. What is this peppered one, then? Is it just the... Uh, I don't know. Let me see. It, it might be just black probably pepper. Probably the one I was trying to separate. But, man, pepper, that... Yeah. Okay, okay, so the hot pepper, the hot pepper beef jerky, you'll notice it by all the, the seeds on it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. None of these I... None of these I, I could say is worse than any other. They're all very good. And this, these cows came from within 120 miles of here. What the hell is 120 miles? Is that I'm, I was San Francisco? Ask him, let's see if he can answer from that. From San Francisco to Santa Barbara. I don't. Even, I think really? Santa Barbara might even be. How far is Santa Barbara? Oh, that's pretty far out. So the well, but that but, miles, then, right? but if you think about the whole country, <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, like again, you get some Alberto. Oh. That one bag of Alberto is gonna have freaking cows from eight different places around from the, fucking the Europe? country. Yeah, yeah, you don't know. Oh, yeah. part of it is They're Brazilian. All from Germany. Yeah, part of it is Brazilian. Yeah. Part of it is from here. But again, here, yeah, you might get it from different ranches, but it's all local. And the thing is, the the grasses and the plants—they're all from the same climate. 120 miles around here, same fucking climate. So they're all eating kind of similar stuff. What is that? Reserve beef jerky. This is the reserve. Yeah. I wanted to ask him why this made why this was reserved. Yeah, same here. And there's only a couple chunks. Or a few, yeah. So this reserve stuff, I don't know if you can even get it in the stores. Um, oh, we'll ask him before he leaves. Oh, this is why it's reserved. Oh wow. Are you kidding, dude? Look how thick this is. Uh huh. This is, what, this is at least a quarter inch. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. yeah. It's thick and long. <laughs> so this is like, what, at least a quarter inch. I'm taking a picture of it. I'm trying to make a cross back here. I'm trying to zoom. Where should I move for that cross? Right. Hold on. Like that. There we go. Just because Jesus loves metal. There we go. Got that. <laughs> the jerky cross. Yes. But anyway, so hopefully you could see that thickness. I mean, this is at least a quarter inch thick. It is tender as hell. Yeah. Um, crave is uh, gonna the closest tenderness I, I can do. This is, and it's got the the black. This isn't like super sweet. I, none of these have been like just dipped in sugar. You know, Mm-mm. so many times you just get that just so sweet, and that's what makes it good. Dude, these. Buy some Costco beef. Jerk, I mean. They come in those double bag flavors. And these are local cows. This, to me, that's what blowing me the most. I honestly thought... Your face when you said that. I, I wish you were on camera. <laughs> well, I, I, again, I thought they went through, like, Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I don't know. Again, I'm sorry for being racist towards Kansas City, but I just assumed that they have hella cows. How's that racist? I don't know. <laughs> it's just mean. It's Kansas. Um, Look that. Flatlands. But uh, I don't know. Yeah. Again, 
not only again, and not only can you buy this, dude. If you're listening, you got some hustle skills. You want? Can you turn this mic down? Oh yeah. Oh, um, okay. If you got some hustle skills, if you got, if you think you can talk, sell this jerky. You heard him. Oh, yeah. You heard him. He's looking. He, they're looking for salespeople. Bilingual. It, it, yeah, yeah. Specifically, bilingual would, would definitely help around here. Oh, it's just perfect. Um, like you this said, is not our business. We're not fucking Craigslist or anything, you know. Yeah. Like we, we don't try to get people jobs. That that just that just happened organically. But again, yeah, buy a bag of beefy boys. There's gonna be a QR code there. Right under the QR code is a phone number. Call that phone number and tell them that you got hustle and you could sell some of their stuff. I'm gonna go ahead and say it out loud just because. Yeah. Hook I'm up bad. someone in Salinas. You know, it's um one eight 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 six six nine. Two zero one zero. Tell them you heard it on the podcast. I don't know if that will help, but yeah, at least at least it'll cook some more bags or something. <laughs> Produce <laughs> that reserve. That reserve is reserved for a reason. Yeah, just two more pieces. It's you want super one? thick. Nah, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and not bag. give it to you and take them home. <laughs> take them, share them. Anyways, that black pepper. I love that black pepper, dude. I don't know. We gotta try one of each before we took off. I'm over here chewing to eat. I'm sorry, everyone. We warn people. Yeah, exactly. That's why I don't care. <laughs> There's what? like, what, 12 bags of jerky in front of us right now? I ain't counting. Oh, oh this one's a reserve. We have six different flavors. I don't know if all six flavors are here, but we have these got four. Here's some original. <laughs> I'm going to keep continuing this odyssey of beef. Well, let's do this, and we can pair it with some more beers. Yeah. Um. This was awesome. I'd like to again thank thanks uh, John Bailey for showing up. Thank you for bringing beef. <laughs> yeah, thanks. is he out? Looks like he's gone. Well, he ran. Huh. Ran. Hey. Um. Again, the the terrors of being married. <laughs> they they continue. Yeah. They continue. You know, what the Gunners are playing? Well, so we got a replay of the Gunners up there. Oh, dude, Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley uh, is about to come on. Um. Thanks everybody for listening. It was it was a good time and mm-hmm. and again we're all local. We're all about local. We didn't I did not expect this to be this local. Please you know when you buy a bag of beefy boys jerky, you know you're supporting a local not, not even a local business. These are local fucking cows, man. These are local cows. I'm going to Aptos this weekend. Those people better have some pork. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, figure out the number for column. Yeah, yeah. I'm. You know what? Fuck you. Just show up. Figure it out. Well, and we'll find who they are. We'll also post them on the Facebook page. Okay. Because excuse me. Again, I I get it. I get it. A lot of the reason why a lot of people are are turning vegan and vegetarian nowadays it's anti factory farming. I hate that. I'm I'm with you. That that bugs me, you know, having fifty thousand animals in a in a tiny little spot that where naturally they shouldn't live. That's not normal. But there this craft industry is making a comeback. You 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 can still eat beef or pork or meat in general and not feel guilty, I guess, you know? You're supporting a local businessman who's doing things the right way. He's not trying to be greedy. Again, that's why. Well, that's why specifically I asked yeah. him. You know, would you sell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because to be honest, I don't know. Not the podcast, but several other projects I'm working on. Someone gives me a certain amount of money. Like, 
Hell yeah. <laughs> I can't sign fucking fast enough. Yeah. You know, but to hear somebody that's like, nah, dude, that's that's not the game. Uh, that's not again. It's not. What did he say? It's not about making it. I, I forgot his fucking line. I, I loved it, but I'm like high on jerky right now. <laughs> um, but anyway, again, th- thanks to everybody for listening. And and I beefy boys jerky, locale brand, top ten produce. Look for those. I, I know only half of our listeners are from Salinas. Even if you're not from Salinas. 16 states this this brand is in. So if you see that locale name, you know that wherever you're standing, that stuff came within a couple hundred miles of where you're standing from. And if you don't believe it, scan the QR code. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. Yeah. Scan it. See where it came from. Um, th- again, that's amazing. I, I'm, I'm so happy to be able to tell that story. Um, and, and again, not just for Salinas. That's what's so cool. Is that you can be in Michigan. You could be in Michigan and you listen to us for some, whatever reason you listen to us, wherever you might be Washington. from. Washington. Yeah. 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 Wherever the Washington. hell you might be from. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Tacoma. Everybody out there in Tacoma, Grid City Podcast. And everybody that's in the last week that's been following us, don't know why you are, but I love you guys just the same. We seem to have a similar town. We're, we're West Coast in it, you know? Yeah. Uh, but you out there. You see this locale brand, you see that QR code, scan it. Scan it. Find where it comes from. If you need a bunch of it, you might get the phone number when you scan it. That's what would amaze me. That's what, what that, that, we had, it was a dichotomy of episodes today. And uh, we'll end it right now because I, I want to bring that up. Um, but yeah, you got anything to add other than we're about to tear up yeah, about here, three pounds of jerky? Here's some smell of vision. June 17th? Yep. Friday night. Well, I can't do the fucking breaking news. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Breaking news. <laughs> from news from the underground. June 17th, which is a Friday. Oh, beautiful. June 17th, uh, 2016, of course, at the XL Public House. Open the up. letters home. Our good friends, the letters home. Oh, man, I, I'm excited. June 17th, Letters Home are coming back to Salinas. I'm wearing a fucking Letters Home shirt right now, actually. <laughs> Speaking of that, I'm wearing a Letters Home tour shirt, which, dude, it's got like Harlem and Nashville and all these Stand up? these places. Oh, never mind, never mind, yeah. It's the, this the, was the, the second tour, one? Right? It starts with Los Angeles and then Salinas. 30 Soul Rock Tour. Salinas. Yeah. So, yeah, June 17th, Friday night at the Public House, we got the Dirty Soul Rock Masters, the letters home, coming back. I'm excited. I can't wait to see Andrew and the Falafel King of L.A. At some point, I'm gonna, we're gonna we got to go down there and eat falafel. Yeah. Because I'm sleeping on their couch. If I'm going, I'm sleeping on their fucking couch. I don't got to pay for no hotel. And if not, I'm sleeping on their lawn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying for no hotel. I'll be I'll in Pasadena. Sure the are... I'll be in Pasadena. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, man, we got some drinks. Just, yeah. just let us sleep on your couch. Um, but yeah, Letters Home, June 17th, are coming back. It's going to be a great time. It always is. It's been a while. They've been, they, last year, they were here like every three or four months, and we're, we've, been, we've been on a drought. Yeah. We've been on Letter Home's drought. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> 
We miss you. <laughs> but anyway, we'll definitely be talking about that in the episodes coming up. We still got a month for that. Get out um, here, rock out, boys, girls. I, again, th- this is one of those where well, the first time they came, it was like it's a shame that so many people miss them. Yeah. But they constantly come here. I mean, dude, this is their Northern California home. They're Southern California rockers, but this is their home. They they make a point. I don't know. They play some. The more they come, the bigger the places that they play. But they still, they still yeah. come to the public house. It's like, what's her name? I think it was like Jewel out in Vegas. She's like selling out arenas and all this shit. And she keeps going back to that one spot of Vegas. This is their Vegas. Yeah, this is that spot for them. Um, again, they've said you know it's just good friends, good people. Where they're like, um, what is it from um, the Pixar movies? That one voice actor. If he's not in it, it's they, they, they feel that he's the good luck charm. What well, Salinas is the letters home good luck charm. And you know? again, I, I've heard that from them, and I've yeah. heard that from uh, Street Low, the low rider people. Oh, is they've gotten so much bigger, and again, they do shows in San Francisco, L.A., Chicago, New York, and then Salinas, and you're like, what the hell? <laughs> and they're like, dude, Salinas is our good luck charm. That's where we start because that that we've always had good luck there. So awesome. So um, again, yeah. I, especially this week. I know our town had a rough week last week in, yeah. in, in uh, violence-wise. Uh, pretty bad. But it's... Four people in, what, four days? Yeah. Four what people in four days died. Uh, not died, but were, were, were murdered. And again, we don't sugarcoat it. We, we don't try to run away from nah. it. But while all this is going on, so is this. Yeah. You know, when those murders were happening, people were busting their ass to make great beef jerky. People were busting their ass to feed their cattle to make great beef jerky or to, to sell at a farmer's market. You know, you, you take the bad with the good. It's there's both things, you know. And, and again, I, you know, yeah, we try to we, we don't try to spin a positive narrative. Salinas is as tough a town as you can be, but but it, there's room for everybody. There's room for everybody, and there's still room to grow. It was amazing that they were like, yeah, send all the accounts. Send all the accounts. We got all that space. But anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking with us for over 100 episodes in two years. We hope it's only getting better, and we'll see you all next week. Yeah, good one. <laughs>